Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. daughter. Hey, I'm Lori. I'm the mom. Welcome to Witch Whispers. Witch Whispers. Hey, happy Yule. Happy Yule. Girl, you're up. I've got some magic for you. You got something festive? Yes. Yule and solstice blessings to each and every one of oh, you out my there. Goodness. Yes. Listening, we love you. We appreciate you so much. Yes. And today... We're actually recording on the first day of the solstice. We are. It's so magical. Yes, it is magical. And so I thought, what a better time than to talk about Yule plants. Oh my goodness. Give the people what they want, Laura. Hey, you know, it's like a gift for you and for me. The gift that keeps on fucking giving. That's people right. love when you talk about plants. I love to talk about plants. We know you do. It's my favorite. Go on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Yule lasts for 12 days, mm-hmm. right? The first day of the winter solstice is the shortest day and the longest night of the year. Okay. So the remaining days are a celebration of the return of the light. Hell yes. Or the sun, right? I love that, yeah. And that's S-U-N, not S-O-N, Oh, right? <laughs> Thank you for the uh-huh. distinction, yes. This is the time when the oak king, who personifies new beginnings mm-hmm. or rebirth, okay. conquers the holly king. Yes. The persona of endings or death. Mm-hmm. We've discussed that in other episodes. For sure. And this would be a good time to say that if anybody would like to hear us talk about the Celtic Wheel of the Year. Oh, my gosh. I would be happy to dive She's into that. She's been chomping at the bit. Let her do it. Whisper. Yes. Let her do it. So during this festive season, the harvested crops become a feast. Ooh, right? Yeah. And it was held to celebrate the return of the sun. So often gifts of candles okay. or light Makes were sense. given. Yes. And sweets. I love a sweet. When the old year was ending and a new one beginning, it was tradition to partake of sweets to ensure sweetness in your coming year. When the schmeckin' beckons. The schmeckin' beckons. Yes. Some traditions have you taking in something sour, which would then ensure your new year would be filled with sweetness, which maybe that's where the sauerkraut thing comes in, you know? You know what I was wondering? Were you? Yes. Interesting. You know, everyone from PA will recognize that tradition of- Pork and sauerkraut. Pork and sauerkraut. On New Year's. I I have to know why. I have to dive deeper. Yeah. All right. But today I wanted to talk about some of the plants. Of course. And we're going to start with evergreens. <gasps> evergreens. Right? Yeah. Pine, juniper, cedar, spruce, firs. Tell them. Right? Name them all. Hell name, yeah. Name them all. <laughs> um, pagans and other ancient cultures as well used evergreen branches to decorate their homes mm. as a way of lifting their spirits during the long, dark winter. Mm, so beautiful. I know. The evergreens represented the new life and rebirth. Because as you may have guessed, they were the plants that remained green all year long. Lore, are they evergreen? They are. Oh, my God. (laughs) So after everything else had died, 
there was your pop of color, Love right? That. Yeah, that things would grow again. Mm-hmm. Hope they would. Yes, yes, Lee. Tell thank it. you, thank you. <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> they would hang them above their doors, their windows, and as well put them on the fireplace mantle. Mm-hmm. In some countries, it was believed that evergreens were protective, keeping them safe from evil spirits as well as illness. Mm. Right? Okay. And hello, the smell. Whew, the best, right? Love it. Bathe me in it, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this eventually would lead to the tradition of the Christmas tree. Ah, the Christmas tree. But I'm talking about that over on our Patreon this month, so. Via Christmas vacation, so that should be yes, fun. Yes, so tune in there. Next up is mistletoe. Ooh, yes. Yes. I'm always curious about this one. Are you? Yeah. Um, Well, mistletoe is a tradition passed down to us by the ancient Druids. Okay. It was a very sacred plant to them. Uh, Initially, the mistletoe would be gathered from the highest branches of the sacred oak tree. Ooh, okay. okay. Making some tie-ins. Because mistletoe is a parasitic plant meaning that it attaches itself to a host plant. I love how smart you are. Okay. To survive. To survive. Okay. So it's attaching itself to the mighty ancient magical oak. Yes. Right? Okay. We just talked about the oak king coming in, right? sure did. And they would cut it with golden sickles. And they would lay linen at the bottom of the tree so none of the mistletoe would touch the earth. Because if the mistletoe touched the ground, its power would be absorbed back into the earth. Oh, cool. Okay. It was traditionally gathered twice a year at midsummer, right? Then when the Holly King is coming back Mm -hmm. into its, um, and Yule. Yes. So when the mistletoe was gathered at midsummer, it would not yet have developed its signature white berries. Okay. And it was used in ambulance for protection. Mm Mm-hmm. But when gathered at Yule, it would now possess those white berries, uh, which were representative of the semen of the Lord of the Forest. I know. I'm like red right now, right? Your face literally in like a second just got bright ass red. And I knew what you were going to say. I was like, she's about to say, come. Go ahead, say it, girl. But you said semen, and I like that. Leanne, you're embarrassing me. I'm so sorry. You you brought this into the picture. I I can't help it. the Lord of the Forest, that's who it belonged to. The Lord to, of the right? Semen, got it, yeah. <laughs> and as you may have guessed, was used in fertility amulets. Hey, who would have seen right. that coming? <laughs> Whoa. Mistletoe, which is also considered an evergreen, but has golden roots, oh. which represented the sun. Right? Yes. So the name of the game here is Rebirth. Of course. Right? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love it. The full moon nearest the winter solstice is known as the oak moon mm. in the Celtic wheel of the year, okay. right? And the ancient oak has its trunk and branches in the material world of us, the living, <laughs> while its roots reside in the deep, dark earth or okay. in the underworld, yeah. or the land of the spirit, right? Okay, yes. The branches grow towards the light or the sun, and then are crowned by the sacred mistletoe. Okay, love that. And it is a reminder that we as humans also inhabit both of those worlds. Damn, okay. You're taking me on a journey. Woo! Do you see me trying to follow you? <laughs> Your eyes are like dirty. I'm darting back. <laughs> I'm like that meme from fucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm like trying to chart it out. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. It's a beautiful mind. <laughs> me trying to understand plants does not come as naturally as it does to you. So I'm with you, though. Yes. All right. Okay, good. Okay, so now I know this is one that you know. Okay. 
and talk a little bit about Holly. Okay, fuck yeah, I'm there. Yes. Holly is probably one of the most abundantly or recognizably used evergreens of the Yule season. Okay, for sure. Okay? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's even an old English tune about decking the halls with boughs of holly. Ha ha. Laura, are you going to sing it or what? No. Okay. Um, If you're into plants like I am, you may know that it takes a male and a female holly tree to produce berries. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then only the female will will produce the berries. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Leanne is like, I'm so confused. (laughs) I'm churning in my brain. I'm following. I'm following. All right. So in ancient times, trees that produced berries were revered as sacred because Mm -hmm. then they produced other trees. Okay. Right? Yes. Long before their association with the Holly King, Holly was considered a mother tree and um, sacred to the goddess. Cute. Okay. So nowadays, wreaths are made from all sorts of plants, usually pine. But back in the day, in the ancient times, the wreath would be made of holly and only holly and only at Yule. Mm, Okay. I like that. And that represented the Celt... What was that? That, that? that represented the Celtic wheel of the year yeah. and the end of it. Right? Yes. Let's bring that back. Completion. Completion. <laughs> Thank you. You complete Much me. Much like the semen from before. That's right. Completion. You complete me. You complete me. Yeah. <laughs> Come to completion. Oh, Put man. Them. Not right. Not right. All right. So then not seen as often today. But English ivy mm-hmm. was also traditionally used as to festoon the home. Festoon. Oh, that's my own word. <laughs> <laughs> the tune, the holly leaves, the ivy leaves, the prettiest picture you've ever seen. Oh, wow. When it's Christmas in Killarney, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Are you quoting a tune? I am. Is, is it going over my head? Probably. Oh, okay. You don't know that tune? No, you could have told me you uh, just wrote that and I would have believed you 100%. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What? You know what? Shut Nights up, Lord. in white satin. Is, yeah. Deja vu again. Wow. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Oh, goodness. Well, ivy is considered toxic. Oh, okay. <laughs> but was often <laughs> was often used in a ritual beverage known as oh. ivy ale. Ivy ale? And you sometime- know what? I would have felt for that. <laughs> I feel like that sounds tasty. <laughs> Give me some. It was sometimes even chewed for the aphrodisiac effects Ooh, baby, with the hear mistletoe that? berries and hallucinogenic properties. Babe, let's get us some. Double dipping. Don't yeah. be making any IVL there. No. Let's have a fun night. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Let's deck those halls. Say less. Oh, no. But ivy has long been associated with loyalty and fidelity. Mm. And are used at Yule to bind those we hold dear together for the coming year. That's very cute. Isn't that cute? Ouch. That's touching my cold heart. Thank you, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Next up. Yeah. Bayberry. Oh, okay. So the old saying goes, a bayberry candle burned to the socket brings food to the larder and gold to the pocket. Socket is a funny word. Okay. No, right? <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, the burning of bayberry candles on Christmas or New Year's Eve is a longstanding tradition in our home. It is, yes. Yes. Uh, there's a whitish coating on bayberries that can be used as wax. Mm. And this can be achieved by boiling the berries down and skimming off the wax. Okay. This results in a lightly greenish colored wax and a wonderfully natural scented candle. Okay. Love it. See, I'm already like, I'm daydreaming. You're like laughing at me, and I'm like, 
Oh, that just sounds so wonderful. She's literally like drooling over here. Are you good? I love a bayberry candle. <laughs> it takes thousands of berries to produce just a few ounces of the wax. Well, that ain't right. Which makes a true bayberry candle a rather pricey purchase. Damn. Yes. Uh, these candles with their green color represent growth and mm. prosperity for the new year. Ah. And for some extra added magical oomph, you can always carve the rune that represents money into your candle. You know what? We do that every year and it hasn't worked yet. But you know what? We'll keep you, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> hey. We'll get them next year. It's bound, it's bound to hit at some, at some time. <laughs> Oh, no. Tune in in 2022. <laughs> so honorable mentions include, for me, making pomanders of oranges filled with cloves. Oh, you love that. I know. They were actually popularized in Europe during the Middle Ages for protection against disease and plagues. Mm -hmm. uh, the stank. <laughs> yeah, the stank. <laughs> but what is typically seen today is deeply rooted in witchcraft. Yeah. An orange full of clothes adorned with red ribbon mm. was gifted for health, prosperity, and good luck for the coming year. Beautiful. And it I doesn't know. cost much. What a no, great gift. Oh, I know. Um, I also incorporate in my Yuletime celebrations elderberry. Absolutely. Which we've talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. Their duality with death and rebirth, right? Mm -hmm. Perfect. For Same this time theme of, year. of the season. And of course, roses to spread love and heal the heart. Roses always. I know. That's and it's my usually, motto. <laughs> usually it's in a tea or like a stovetop potpourri. Potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go off. Potpourri. And I could go on and on. <laughs> I know you could. <sighs> but speaking of the mighty oak, which we just talked about, right? We sure did, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the Yule Log for a minute. Okay. Okay. So the pagans, uh, the majority of traditions revolve around the sun representing the male god and its death and rebirth on the winter solstice. Mm -hmm. uh, this represents the death of the old solar year and the birth of the new one. For this reason, the winter solstice or Yule is considered a solar festival mm -hmm. and thus celebrated with fire. So the Yule Log is an ancient tradition that symbolizes the birth of the newborn sun. The Yule Log is harvested early in the year and set to dry okay. and prepare mm -hmm. for the solstice and is traditionally used, as you may have guessed, with oak. Ah. The log is traditionally adorned with the plants that we've just discussed. Oh, okay. Yes. And then it would be burned from the solstice until it burned out, or some people would light it each day for a little bit and burn it through the 12 days of the solstice. Yeah, so I just did the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, mm -hmm. and that they showcased yeah. it in there. They yeah. kept it lit for yeah. the... Right. The entire solstice. Yeah, it had, Very couldn't cool. be put out. Yeah. No. Uh, one thing is for sure, you always should save a piece of the log to be used the following year mm. uh, with, the, with the new log that you burn. And that represents continuity of life. Continuity. Continuity. <laughs> Eight is a lot of legs, David. <laughs> she has said that a trillion times this week. That's how you know it's Christmas. Our okay. English listeners, please don't stop listening we to us. Love you, so we love you so much. Yes. Jake told me I'm not allowed to speak when we come see you because I'll accidentally offend. Okay. I know, with our poor British accents. Right? Accent. I know. Uh, anyway, the continuity of life, the protection and abundance for the coming year. And so that is just some of the Yule plants. Damn, Laura, you're itching to talk more. I want more. I, I know, I know but you know. You know, maybe we'll cut it off and I'll let you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> just, just 
you know, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, but you know, it wouldn't last long because in about 2.3 seconds, you would be snoring mm-hmm. over there. So Hey, you know yeah. what? I am who I am. <laughs> no, I love that, though. That was very cute. I do feel like I yeah. learned some things. Yeah. Yes, and thank we, you. Uh, we use all of these plants, you know. We do. So it was nice to have a little refresher mm-hmm. because the thing is, you taught me these things Way back in the day. So I think I take for yeah. granted sometimes. And shame on me. I shouldn't yeah. do that. This was yes. a nice little refresher. Thank lesson. you. Thank you, Laura. Yeah. Appreciate your gifts. Lee. You know what? <laughs> Fuck. I'm on the naughty list. I'm going to go think about what I've done. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Well, we yeah. hope you're having a wonderful solstice, a yes. wonderful Christmas season. Yes. We will catch you on Friday for our full length episode. Yes. Our Christmas episode. Yes. Woo-hoo! TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.